The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. It is a word that is used sparingly in our society today, and I would say it is a word that is witnessed, seen even more rarely, and it is the word integrity. You find it, of course, throughout the Word of God, and you find it connected always to the nature of God. And Psalm 26 is the psalm of integrity. A powerful word it is. In fact, the psalm begins and ends with it. Psalm 26 verse 1 says, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. And then listen to how the psalm ends, verse 11 and 12, But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place, and the congregations will I bless the Lord. Do you see here that integrity is connected first always to God and secondly to the individual? For example, in verse number 1, he says, Lord, you judge me. Lord, I've trusted in you. Lord, it's because of you that I do not slide. So don't miss this. Integrity is not something you work up. If you have any integrity, it comes from the God who never changes. And then at the end of the psalm, there's only one that can keep your feet from sliding and help you stand in, a, in an even place, and that's the Lord Himself. The one who deserves the blessing is the God of integrity. But you see, God's integrity must be made personal to us. Did you hear the personal pronouns? David says in Psalm 26 verse 1, I have walked in mine integrity. In other words, I've made it personal. I can't answer for everybody else, but I can answer for myself. I haven't always done everything right, but I've made some decisions that I'm going to choose the right course for my life. He says in verse 11, But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. We get pretty disturbed today that there's lots of lack of integrity in our society and world, but what of us? You can't answer for everyone else, but you must answer for yourself. Are you a person of integrity? Psalm 26 is a very brief psalm, and it begins and ends with integrity, but really everything in between is connected to it. Let me show you what I mean. In verse number 1, integrity is built on the foundation of faith. He said, I've walked in mine integrity. I've trusted also in the Lord. You see, it begins with faith in God. Uh, the, the Lord is our anchor. The Lord is the one who, who keeps you from drifting and changing. He's the only one who can build the right kind of foundation in your life uh, so that the, the house has integrity, so that it doesn't move. In verse 2, he says, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. I have learned that integrity will always be tested. It's not just tested by others, but God will test it. Uh, God will send you tests, and if you don't pass the test, guess what? You've got to learn the lesson and pass the test again. And so perhaps today the Lord will test your integrity. Would you determine now by God's grace to be a man or woman of real integrity before the Lord? In verse 3, he says, For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. Uh, those people who want to live in integrity must live in the Word. You see, only the truth of God's Word can show you the right thing to do. 
can keep you moving in the right direction. In verse 4, he gets down to our relationships. He says, I've not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with the dissemblers. I've hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. And may I say to you, if you're going to be a person of integrity, you'll have to make some hard decisions. You'll have to choose at times to walk away from certain relationships or to say no to certain associations. Why? Because those people and those influences may compromise your integrity. In verse 6 he says, I will wash mine hands in innocency. So will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with a voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I've loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Do you notice the connection between integrity and worship? Do you know why David wanted to stay right and clean before God? It was because he wanted to be able to come into God's presence at any moment and commune with Him. That's a glorious way to live with a clear conscience. To live not thinking somebody's going to find you out. To live not having to look over your shoulder. That is the life of integrity. That's the essence of it. Uh, Paul would say it this way, a conscience void of offense toward God and towards men. In other words, I want to be right with the Lord and I want to be right with others in such a way uh, that anyone could look at my life and though it's not sinless, they could say that's a person of integrity. And then he says in verse 9, Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. Uh, did you hear this? Integrity means that you choose right over gain. You're not looking for stuff. You're not looking for things, for what you can get out of it. Instead, you've made up your mind. You're going to do the right thing, even if it costs you. Instead of being paid, you may have to pay the price. But you're going to be a person of integrity in your home, on your business dealings, uh, with your children, in the way you answer questions, in your, in your relationship with your friends, in the way you treat your enemies. You're going to be a person of integrity. And I'll remind you of something. In verse 9, he, he acknowledges the fact that someday God's going to gather all the sinners. God's going to deal with all the bloody men. God's going to bring judgment on those who brought mischief. And David says, I don't want to be in that number. You see, people of integrity live for eternity. People of integrity are not living simply for today. They're not doing what's expedient uh, for right now. They're not doing what is in their best interest just for this moment. Instead, they're looking beyond. Take the long look. Go to the end of the story and work your way back. Go to the judgment seat of Christ. What do you want on that day? I had a friend years ago that said, the best friend you have on earth is the person who wants you to have a good day when you stand before Jesus Christ. I love that. The person who is helping you be a person of integrity, they want you to be right and ready for the day you have to give an account of your life to Almighty God. And then the psalm ends this way, but as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Integrity is a matter of the will. It's not a matter of emotion. It's not a matter of circumstance. You can't blame others. You've got to choose it. No one's going to choose it for you. And no one can take your integrity from you. You have to give it up. David said, I will walk in mine integrity. I think it's a daily choice. And then he ends with a prayer, Redeem me and be merciful unto me. Don't you love that? David acknowledges that he cannot be a man of integrity apart from God's mercy and God's continuing grace. This is not a matter of psyching yourself up, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, making a decision this morning or uh, during the day that I'm going to do the right thing no matter what and nobody's going to get in my way. No, 
It's a matter really of depending on the Lord who is the God of integrity. And the final verse of Psalm 26 says, My foot standeth in an even place. In other words, uh, not, to, not offset. Uh, I'm not uh, using an uneven balance. No, I found an even place to stand. Where is that? That's on God's truth. That's on what is right. He says, In the congregations will I bless the Lord. A life of integrity should bring praise not to you, but to God. When people see integrity in you, they ought to be drawn to the Christ in you. I say again, we don't use integrity much and we don't see it much today. Builders talk about a building's integrity. That foundation better have integrity or the building's going to collapse. And what's true of a building is true of a life. The people in the financial world talk about financial integrity. Well, friend, there's something even more important than that, and it's spiritual integrity. And see, when you get the spiritual integrity right, it'll help you with your finances and every other thing to do the right thing. By the grace of God, let's all say today, I will walk in my integrity. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.